the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. We are so grateful to collaborate with you. I'm Jill Annabelle. I'm here with Colleen McCoy-Sika, and I'm wondering, Colleen, when your own children were younger, did the tooth fairy come to your house? Yes. Yes. The tooth fairy came. Mm -hmm. We did all the traditions. Mm -hmm. You did all the things. Okay. And in your classrooms or when you were principal, did you have other things going on like leprechauns and elves and other? So funny. Well, I just remember as a principal going and filling up shoes with treats on St. Nicholas Nicholas. day. I did do that. But I also remember as a student, can I tell you about something that I remember being a student in my elementary school? Sure. So you got to remember. So I went to elementary school and high school in the Southwest suburbs of Chicago. So Mm -hmm. Archdiocese of Chicago, very Irish Catholic area. And Mm -hmm. so the first, I don't know, experience that I had with anything like Elfie that like, you know, that would appear and play tricks. It was, Mm -hmm. his name was Seamus O'Shaughnessy. Honestly, I was in first grade. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. It's a very specific yeah, memory. That was, I was freaked me out, it. man. So it was a, a little leprechaun that mm-hmm. would appear in our classroom and disappear and play tricks. And so, you know, weird things would happen throughout the classroom. Stuff would be like moved. And yeah, his name was, was Seamus O'Shaughnessy. I think that went on during the entire month of March to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. So that's a shout out to my elementary school, St. Gerald's in uh, Oakland. <laughs> And that was, that's pre elf era. So this is, this is where this idea comes from. So, um, this idea comes from my own household. So Catholic mom teacher idea here is my annoyance with that naughty elf that was starting to appear in all of my children's classmates homes when we hit advent two years ago. And so honestly, this is a shout out to Loyola press because we're sitting at the dinner table. Actually today we are celebrating the feast of the immaculate conception. And two years ago on the feast of the immaculate conception. We were talking about the feast day. We were talking about things at dinner, you know, the four of us sitting at the dinner table and my kids were annoyed every night they've been wanting and honestly praying for the elf to arrive to our house. That's never been to our house before. And I am so frustrated with a naughty, the concept of a naughty elf distracting us from what we should be doing during Advent. And I looked around while my kids were saying it again at the dinner table. And I said, Hmm, well, it's the feast of the immaculate conception. I wonder what would happen if you put your Mary doll near the fireplace, like what I wonder, I mean, she's not an elf, but she's getting ready to deliver Jesus here soon. Hmm. And my husband gave me a dirty look because we did not talk about this before it came out of my mouth. <laughs> Surprise! But my, kids, my son at the time was six and he was dragging around the house, his Mary doll and his Joseph doll. Just the Joseph doll can also look like Jesus. So it depends on like what he was playing. It's either Joseph or it's Jesus. So he put Mary on the fireplace. So we went kind of through a journey. So this is a little bit silly, but not naughty. Obviously, Mary wouldn't be naughty throughout our house, but she would be preparing herself and preparing the home and preparing the way for the arrival of her son. Now, if you don't know these dolls, Lyola Press has these, they're stuffed dolls and they are, they're not very big. They're, I don't know their size, maybe eight inches, 10 inches, and they are stuffed. And Mary comes with some accessories. So there is a baby Jesus about the size of a pillow. No way. I don't have a Mary. I have a Jesus. Oh my goodness. And, and she has um, some flowers and she has some other things. So you can do like a May crowning. You can do, she can hold Jesus, her hands 
Velcro together in prayer. And so you can put Mary like in her arms. Well, so when my children woke up the next morning, Mary looked very pregnant. Jesus was in there now and she was preparing the way. So every morning they woke up, they saw Mary taking a nap or they saw Mary riding on a horse or a donkey of of their toys. Actually, I think it was a toy story bullseye. She was riding on and (laughs) doing so like riding the train underneath the Christmas tree, doing some things. Now, some nights it, it was a little above and beyond. Like one night she was in the fridge eating some pickles, which was a great conversation about the things I craved while being pregnant with Uh my two children. And then a few days in my son said, huh, well, I wonder what happens if Joseph sits in that same seat. So again, my husband and I gave each other a dirty look like, oh, I don't know, buddy, what will happen if Joseph sits under (laughs) at the fireplace? So then Joseph started preparing the way as well. So they together were journeying through the house. One night there was the dolls and the stuffed animals of the house threw them a baby shower to announce that a boy was arriving. It got a little silly and a little Wow. But what's amazing then is on Christmas morning, we didn't allow them to see if Santa Claus came and look for gifts until they found Mary. And she was in the nativity. We've kind of did a different nativity in a different part of the house with just Mary Joseph. And now Jesus was born in his manger. And so they did that before they could rush under the tree, which was a great tradition. So last year it continued with just my son. My daughter was then part of the help to prepare the way. So a little bit silly, but not naughty. And it allowed us to continue to have conversations each morning that were still focused on Advent and the preparation, which was a great fun. And I have no regrets. So no, it you can probably do focus. this with anything, but it kept the focus and yeah. it was still a lot of fun in our house. And they still felt like they were a part of what their classmates were describing about with their elves each morning. Yeah. Sadly, when we moved from Indiana to Arizona, the elf did not make the trip. We, we mm. did have an elf in Indiana and, uh, yeah, he didn't make it when we moved here. So that was just, a. Uh, we just let that go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have to just let go and no, you know, the classrooms do this too. Right. So when we have, uh, yes. this is, this is a mom idea, but this is also very much uh, a classroom idea. I know there's plenty of classrooms throughout the United States who have these naughty elves, but I think it's really hard when we confuse kids about what the true message is and what the true preparation is. And I, to each his own, but I really, for my own family, it just really uh, brightened our conversations to do something a little different. Well, you know, so going back to my, my Seamus O'Shaughnessy example, (laughs) why is that such a pronounced memory in my brain from first grade. Think about that because Mm -hmm. it, like it, it freaked me out. You didn't know if you were going to be tricked. You didn't know if something, you know, a little bit weird or scary was going to happen, you know, as a first grader. So I, yeah, I don't know if that's the the best way to do it. I really love your idea because it, it keeps the focus where it's supposed to be. And the expectation, it's never anything that's like, uh, Ooh, is, is, is it going to be a trick that's played on me? Right. Which that. is not the feeling of the season. That is so not even the if we are being season. a little silly and we're being a little yep. magical, you know, we're doing a little, a little of the, the best of the secular world, but also being true yeah. to what we're supposed to be focusing on. So yeah, that's a very specific name for that leprechaun. I'm not sure how I feel about that. It would probably stuck in, my, mm-hmm. it stuck in my mind as well. Well, welcome to Irish Catholic parishes on, on the South side. Absolutely. So, well, do you have any pictures of your, um, of your journey? I do. I'm happy to share. I want to so, see. 
Yep. So you can go to catholicteacherslounge.com or social media. We'll make sure you can see them, see the journey throughout our household. These are home photos. So you have to be prepared for the real life things happening each night during Advent in our home. So So I would be curious. I would be curious though, Jill, because there may be people out there who there do, must be. who do a Catholic twist on the elf. You know I'll, what I mean? I mean, like there, I'm not that creative. Way. So the, I, I would, would imagine there are others. There must be others who have done similar things. So we want to share all of those things as well. Okay. Well, oh. that's the bell. It's time to get back to class. There are always more ideas than time to celebrate them, but we are certainly going to try to do our best. Happy feast day of the Immaculate Conception. And just a reminder that we drop episodes three days per week throughout the school year. So send us your ideas and share with us if you've done something similar to this one. Uh, you can send all those to catholicteacherslounge.com. The Catholic Teachers Lounge is is your haven of hope to exchange ideas and affirm your efforts. We will see you next time.